from R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, this is The Retirement. When you retire, if you want an exciting life, you need a boring investment strategy. Matters. If you enter into retirement without a plan for income, you're not retired. You're simply unemployed. Podcast. Hey, this is your host, Dale Smothers, and you're listening to the Retirement Matters Podcast. My hope is that you will find the information you need in every single show on how to do one of the three things, either saving more money more efficiently, planning better for your future where you can live in retirement worry-free, or my favorite, how you can live a happy and fulfilled life in this life you have been given. We know that your time is valuable and we appreciate you spending it listening to this episode of The Retirement Matters Podcast. On this episode of The Retirement Matters Podcast, I'm bringing to you a recent episode of The Retirement Matters radio show that we do across South Central Kentucky and North Central Tennessee. This particular episode is the Q&A episode. We try to do one of these around every quarter, and some of these questions that we got from listeners were really good this time around. For that reason, I want to bring it to you in this podcast because I'm very confident that some of these questions most likely pertain to you or someone you know. How we answer these questions will vary based off of your plan, but at the end of the day, we would love an opportunity to sit down with you and give you just a little bit more insight on your specifics. We do answer these questions from a broad brush approach, and for that reason, again, I'm bringing this to you as a listener of the podcast. If you would like an opportunity to write in your own questions or to ask those questions to us over the phone, give us a call at 270-600-PLAN or send us an email at contact at rdswealth.com and we will address these questions right here on the radio show and bring them to you on the podcast. We hope that you enjoy this episode of the Retirement Matters Podcast. Good morning to you and welcome to the Retirement Matters Show. I hope you are ready to get started discussing retirement matters. And I'm joined by the one and only in studio right now, Miss Whitney Eubank. How are you, Whitney? Hey, Dale. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. And I enjoy this show. If you've heard this series that we call the Q&A part of the Retirement Matters Show, you have heard Miss Whitney's voice bring Questions that you have written to us, questions that you have brought to us one way or another, and those questions are now being put out on the air with your permission. If you have questions about what we are doing here or about your particular situation in retirement, bring them to us. And if there are questions that we can apply to many other people, we will bring them to this section Again, we try to do this once a quarter, the Q&A section. Miss Whitney is here to read some questions from listeners. Uh, before we go into the pause for positivity, Miss Whitney, is there anything you would like to add or anything you'd like to say about this particular section of the show? Yeah, Dale, I'm just going to say good morning to all of you guys out there. I'm super excited to be here, and we've got a ton of really great questions that we've received in over the last few weeks. and. You're going to provide really great answers to those. I know. I know that it would be beneficial to the community and yeah. all of our listeners out here today. And you know, you've got a little bit of an inside baseball aspect to this because you hear and see what we do on a daily basis. Yes, that's right. In the office, you know the value we bring to people. Our entire team helps people answer questions every single day. Questions, decisions. Uh, they're facing forks in the road often financially, mm-hmm. and we help them decide which way to go, which way is more beneficial for them. This is a place where we can bring it to the radio. Yeah, I think this one's going to be good. Good deal. 
So with that, Whitney, we're going to jump into the pause for positivity. I'd love some uh, feedback from you two in this. Uh, I enjoy having another person in studio with us as we're <laughs> as we're doing this show. A lot of times it's just me sitting here talking to the computer, to the microphone, and here I actually have someone to look at, not just talk yes, to. Yes. So uh, let's go into this pause for positivity. And and what I wanted to do this week, and again, I would love your opinion on this, but have you heard of what's going on with Oliver Anthony, the the gentleman that has sung the song, uh, Rich Man North of Richmond? Yes. Okay. Dale, I actually think I heard that on TikTok, maybe? Yeah, it's Does that incredible. Sound right? I think it is TikTok is where he got his start. and. It is political, right? It's well, it can be political, yeah. I think, it, but but what it definitely does is speaks to the middle class. I think more than Most anything, yeah. it speaks to those whether you fall on the right or the left. Now, granted, one side has tried to make it lean more the other side, but of course, basically, what he's singing about is the politicians, and and I believe yeah. he groups them all in there. If, if you're if you listen, he's not necessarily talking about one side of the aisle or the other. He's just talking about politicians in general. Mm-hmm. Seems really genuine. And super in his genuine. Approach. And what's amazing is he's actually saying what he feels, what he believes. Now, uh, full disclosure here, it has a couple of cuss words, if I'm not mistaken. So we're not going to play that on the air in the show. Am I right? Does it have yes, maybe it does. Like, it's if a couple I'm not soft, mistaken. real soft cuss words yeah. that kind of flow through the song. Um, but at the same time, if you listen to that, you will hear a message that he believes to be true. And what I want to bring to today's section, the pause for positivity, is that if you are true to yourself, eventually, eventually someone will appreciate that. Uh, It's difficult for us, especially in today's environment, to be, uh, you know, maybe compliant. We try to comply with the rules of society. We try to... Well, Dale, I think we just try to people please. Sure. We all try to live... I think that we've all done that. For someone else. You're for someone exactly else. Exactly right. And sometimes if you just stay true to yourself, your values and your shine. own vision and where you're headed. They shine through. Exactly. And we talk a lot about that on this show. And you know what's impressive about this gentleman, Oliver Anthony, is he went from nothing, no one, to now he is all over the place. He had a, a, a small get-together with what was supposed to be friends and turned from 20 people to over 2,000 people who wanted to just listen to this man sing. Wow. That's amazing. And what's even more impressive is if you watch that video, right before he gets ready to sing, he opens up the Bible and he begins to read from the Bible. And, you know, even because he has his Bible laying out in front of him doesn't mean that everybody's going to agree with him and what he has to say. Some of us will. We can read directly from the Word of God and and still have some sort of difference of opinion on that. But what's impressive about this young man is that he goes from from nothing to someone overnight simply because he stands up and says what he wants to say boldly. And that is what our world is missing out on, for sure. I agree, Dale. I, I think that we have this tendency to live for other people. We have this tendency to uh, cow down to, you know, back in the day, we would call it peer pressure. I'm dealing with that now with the seven-year-old, Andrew. Andrew and Matthew, we're, we're constantly telling him, don't try to live for other people. Do not do something just because your friends are doing it. Uh, my dad used to say, if someone jumped off a bridge, would you jump? <laughs> or if someone told you to jump <laughs> off the bridge, and that's would you powerful. jump? Yeah, and, and that still holds true today. And, and so many people are following the herd. 
So this gentleman, Oliver Anthony, is kind of all over the news now. A couple of months ago, I believe it was you that introduced me to this gentleman named Shane Prophet. Yes, Dale, that, that is correct. Yeah, and so Shane uh, is a country music singer as well, who once again was true to his beliefs. He was true to what he, what he did on a daily basis. He wrote music. And what's impressive about this gentleman, Shane Prophet, is that he was working for uh, the state of Tennessee Road Department, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, that's right. Who was it that he met in the restaurant? Uh, what he, was that gentleman's he name? He actually met Chris Jansen in a in a sushi restaurant, sushi restaurant. with his girlfriend at the time, I believe. <laughs> so he meets Chris Jansen, holds the door open, which is for another Chris. country music artist. So holds an established country yes, music artist. Yes, that's he correct. He holds the door open for Chris and Chris's wife. Now, realizing this is Chris Jansen, Shane decides to take advantage of this opportunity that's presented itself, and he goes over to Chris and his wife later that evening and says, is there any way at all that you could just listen to what I have done? My name is Shane, and I I love writing music and singing music. Could you listen to this? They have a small conversation, and when Shane is leaving that conversation from Chris, and Chris's wife says something to him, he replies to Chris's wife with, yes, ma'am. As the young country boy that he is, he minds his P's and Q's. And shortly after that, Chris uh, was so amazed that he asked Shane to come over and sit down with him. And from there, they begin to make up a friendship, if I'm not mistaken. They did. That's right. And because Shane stayed true to who he was, and took advantage of an opportunity, he will soon become a household name. I, I believe that's true, Dale, and I love his music. I'm going to play a song of his right as we're coming out of this Pause for Positivity, and then I promise we are going to a lot of questions and answers. But in this section, in this Pause for Positivity, I want you to remember one thing. I have just told you a story of two gentlemen who were true to themselves. They said what they wanted to say. They said what they believed in, and for that reason, they were both presented with opportunity. Secondly, I want you to realize that Mr. Shane Prophet had to take that one step farther. When he was presented with the opportunity, he then had to act upon the opportunity. And by doing that, he is now very quickly becoming a household name in country music. If you've never heard him before, I'm going to play his music right now. We're going into a quick break, and from the break, we're going into the Q&A section of this show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. A high school kid puts a truck in a ditch and walks away without a scratch. Man says a little prayer, throws his money out there and leaves Vegas with a thousand bucks cash. After two years of trying, she broke down crying cause she's finally gonna be a mom. Some call it good luck, but I call it God. Cause one is a gamble, one is for certain. Fourth and one with two seconds left in the game. Less than one yard separates you from victory. You have the best running back in the league, but your coach calls a Hail Mary. 
As silly as that sounds, we see a lot of retirement managers being far too aggressive with your investments when a more conservative play would be a better fit. You have questions, we have answers. Contact R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, 270-600-PLAN. That's 270-600-7526. All right, welcome back to the show. We are here again, joined by Miss Whitney Eubank, ready for questions and answers, your questions, and we have the answers to those things all about your retirement matters. Miss Whitney, we're ready and fired up. Uh, let's get to the first question. All right, Dale, this one comes from Tracy. She is 64, and she says, You mention on the show all the time about building a plan and how important it is, and we are contemplating making an appointment with you soon. But one of our biggest questions we have is should our travel expenses be budgeted inside of our monthly needs for income, or will that be separate from the overall plan? Is that something you can help us with? We want to make sure we have enough money to travel when we retire. Nice. I love it. What a great question. Yeah, that is a great question. Uh, Very detailed. So let's unwind that a couple of parts here. First of all, should your travel budget be involved with and integrated into your monthly need for income? Uh, So the answer to that question is it really does depend, and it depends on what kind of travel we're discussing here. For example, if you are consistently making a trip to, let's say, your grandbaby's house, do you remember, Whitney, that that lady that we met who actually would fly across the, the oh, country yes, to yes. her grandmother or to her children's house? Yeah. She was a grandma. She flew to her children's house three or four days a week. Yes. Every week. That type of money needs to be budgeted into your monthly expenses. If it's a trip where you are taking it, let's say, once a year, and you know you're going to spend $10,000 a year on something, maybe you're going to Europe, and we talk a lot about this go-go years, this time immediately after retirement. You are entering into go-go years. A lot of those go-go years are filled with extravagant travel, and that's what it needs to be. My goal for you is to accumulate memories, not so much worrying about accumulating more dollars. In accumulating memories, sometimes that means it's extravagant travel. If it's extravagant or not as regular type of travel, then I think that needs to be a separate budget item. It doesn't need to be inside of your monthly budget. It doesn't need to be sent to you every single month and then you set that into a savings account. That money needs to be earmarked inside of the plan, certainly, and we will assist you in doing that. But that money needs to be still actively growing while it's not spent. In other words, let me say this a different way. Uh, Tracy, if you are planning on taking a trip, let's say, uh, to Europe, and it's going to cost you $8,000, let's not necessarily get that into your bank account until it's time to make the $8,000 payment towards the trip. If you put it on a credit card, then we'll get it to you after you get back home. If you're going to pay it forward, like it's a it's a guided tour across Europe, then maybe we have to get it to you a month or two before you take the trip. But the last thing we want to do is to make the math easy. Let's imagine it was a $12,000 trip. The last thing we want to do is send you $1,000 a month and make you save that in a savings account or maybe a savings vehicle that's not making that much interest. It also has the ability to disappear if you're not careful, because when money hits your bank account, a lot of times you spend it. It's what you're supposed to do in retirement: be spending money. No, forget about saving money anymore. It's <laughs> that's time to right, spend Dale. money. But uh, yes, I think the answer to that question is: it really depends on what kind of trip we're talking about. 
if it's normal travel, uh, then then it needs to be in your budget. If it's everyday travel or every week travel, it needs to be in your budget. If it's a trip um, out west or across the ocean, then it probably wants to. You need to put it in a different budget item. All right, that's great. Thanks, Dale. Yes, ma'am. All right, the next one comes from Helen. She is 60 and retiring at 65. She says, you mentioned that we shouldn't be retiring in a 401k and that I may be able to go ahead and do something with my 401k now. Can you explain if I should be in a Roth account or a regular IRA? Very good question. As I'm writing this down, Miss Helen, 60, retiring at 65, uh, that is an amazing job of, of yours to say that you're five years ahead of the planning. We see a lot of people who come in and they say, you know, I'm 65 and I really want to retire, but I don't know when. Uh, I don't even know if I have enough money. So, job well done. Also, Tracy, our last caller, if you're listening today, thank you for listening to the show every single week. It sounds uh, you know it's time to start planning, and we're looking forward to seeing you in office very soon. Miss Helen. 60 years old, retiring at 65, uh, very smart in knowing that she doesn't need to retire and take retirement income inside of her 401k. To say that you can't retire with a 401k, that's not a cardinal sin in any, in any stretch of the imagination. But what it does do is it limits your choices in investing, especially in this very pivotal time that we call the retirement red zone. The retirement red zone is that five years before and even going into the five years after retirement. During that period of time, you have to be very specific about how you're investing your money. And I won't go into the weeds on this because we do a lot of shows about how your mindset has to shift from making more money appear in your account to now making sure that that money is there for you when you need it and it generates income in the bank account every month. To do that, you have to be specifically invested in certain types of investments. And most of the time, the 401k does not offer those types of investments. So, simply put, should you be moving your money from a 401k to an IRA? Most likely, yes. To answer your question, though, again, this is a very uh, wide brush approach here. I'm not at all saying everyone needs to move from a 401k. But after 59 and a half, I would start looking from 401k to an IRA, moving that money from 401 to IRA. I think you asked the question as well, should it go to a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA? Or what was it? I think she said she regular. She just said regular, so, and, and I think that that probably means traditional. Sure. So, there's a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA. Which one of those your money goes to will depend on how you invested it in the 401k. The 401k is either going to be deemed pre-tax or post-tax, and which one those monies move to is all determined on which one you put them in at the beginning of the 401k. Uh, I won't get into the weeds on that for this particular answer, but I will tell you this. You come into the office, and we will gladly assist you in understanding your options, understanding the benefit, and most of the time that benefit of moving from 401 to IRA or a 403B to an IRA, or even a 457, a TSP, to an IRA, the benefit is that we can become very specific in how we invest your money, and we can tailor-make those investments to your objectives. Right now, in a 401k, you're basically eating from a buffet that's served to you, a buffet of mutual funds. Uh, They're 
pretty good at growing your money, but they lack a lot in the ability to generate income. And so I'll just stop there and say uh, the 401k to IRA move makes a lot of sense for most people. It likely does for you, but we have to first start with the plan, know if it's necessary, and if it's necessary, we assist you in knowing which one, traditional or Roth, you should be going to. So, Miss Helen, come in, uh, give us a call, 270-600-PLAN. And anyone out there who's over the age of 59 and a half and would like to take a little bit more ownership in your 401k, give us a call. Uh, we can assist you in that, knowing whether to take it to an IRA. Uh, maybe we do some Roth IRA with some of that money. Maybe we can even save you some taxes along the way. And you know what's funny is, uh, Whitney, I'm, I'm yeah. going to take a little bit of time here and, and say this. We have something coming to our website. I don't even know if you're familiar with this yet, but we are working on getting a button added to our website that you can click on that will give you a tax calculator. It could be a couple of months before it gets up there. This tax calculator is going to give you the ability to log into our website and actually calculate how much you could save in long-term taxes by doing a couple of moves we call Roth conversions. And uh, that's coming very soon. I'm tickled about that. When you mentioned wow, what traditional, a, what a great ad! Yeah, it's going to be a tremendous add add-on and value uh, for not only our clients but people who are just looking. And so again, rdswealth.com. If you want to navigate to our website, that button's not there yet. But you can sign up for some of our seminars, our classes. I don't think that that website design, that redesign, will actually be done in maybe two months or so. Yeah, so we're, we're we should be able to look, be looking at that. That's fantastic. Towards two months, a, a new a new website coming. Uh, a lot of good information, up to date information. The world has certainly changed in the last little bit. Uh, in the financial um, perspective, at least. Uh, let's do this, Whitney. Let's jump to how many more questions do we have? Several? We have, uh, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. So we actually have, goodness, quite a few more. Okay. But I think we'll be able to get through what one more, maybe one or two. Yeah, we got about ten minutes. And okay. what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. We're going to go to this break, and after the break, we are going to come back and uh, plow through as many questions as we can get through in this section we call the Q and A. It is your questions. We have the answers. You give us a call anytime, 270-600-PLAN, or shoot us an email with your questions, and we can either answer them for you in person or bring them to the radio if we feel that it's going to benefit a lot of people. Again, 270-600-PLAN. We'll be back in about 60 seconds. Don't go anywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Looks like we have about a 72% chance of a successful landing today. Did you catch that? A 72% chance of success? No one would fly on this airline. But you'd be surprised how many people take this approach to their own retirement. This is Dale Smothers, your host of the Retirement Matters Show. Join me right here each week as we discuss ways you can gain confidence in your retirement plan. Good decision-making, time-tested strategies, and a well-written plan will allow you the luxury of relaxation, even when you're going through those panic-inducing, turbulent times. As the host of the Retirement Matters Show, we will teach you how to keep your retirement on track, making sure that your destination is everything you wanted it to be. Tune in for the Retirement Matters Show with Dale Smothers. Also, check out the Retirement Matters podcast. Just search for Retirement Matters with Dale Smothers on the podcast platform of your choice. All right, welcome back to the show. We are going straight into your next question. If you are just joining the show, this is the Retirement Matters Show, joined by Miss Whitney Eubank. My name is Dale Smothers, the founder and president of our firm. Our entire team is here to help assist you 
with retirement and all things retirement matters, why the show is built. We have about seven or eight minutes, so let's see if we can get through a couple more questions. Miss Whitney, when you are ready. Yes, sir. So the next one comes from Bobby. He is 57 and he says, when is a good time to come to you for a consultation? I'm currently 57 and would like to retire around 62. I'm also not sure when to take my Social Security or if I even have enough to retire at 62. Mm, Really good. So, Bobby, again... Uh, Probably the number one question, right, Dale? <laughs> right. That is uh, that is definitely... Congratulations. Let me tell you, Mr. Bobby, you are normal, completely normal <laughs> in knowing that Most you uh, need to retire, but not knowing how much money you need or if you can even retire. When to take Social Security, that's another very normal question retirees have. We assist you in that. That's a part of our process. We call it the Retirement Atlas process. I'm going to tell you the specifics of when to take Social Security are far too great to go through this on the radio. And so I hate to give you this answer, but it's really necessary that if you have that question, when should I take Social Security? Well, Dale, I'm going to stop you there. Yeah. He actually says, when is a good time to come to you for a consultation? Because he Got isn't it. sure about when to take Social Security, Bingo. and he's not sure if he has enough money to retire. So I think... 57 now, yes? Uh-huh, 57 okay. now. And yeah. so he's really looking at, maybe looking ahead sure. a couple of years on what he, he needs to be doing. Perfect. So at 57, you're two and a half years away from being able to take control of your 401k, but don't let that stop you from coming in. Give us a call, 270-600-PLAN. We can set up a time to consult with you. It will be a set-down discussion around your overall plan, what you want to do. And our goal at that meeting is to make sure you're on the right track. If you have no other investable assets outside of the 401k, then it's likely that we will send you with a written plan on what to do next and maybe even look at your 401k together and make sure that your allocations are correct. Uh, A couple of years into our relationship, we will be able to assist you in investing that money inside of an IRA. But as we talked with Miss Helen right before the break, uh, the IRA may not be exactly where you need to be headed right now. When to take Social Security is a part of that process. Again, we will go through the details with you on when you should be taking it based off of something we call a cash flow analysis. And uh, Whitney, let me just briefly mention... The cash flow analysis is how we start just about every one of our plans for our clients, and that is knowing, again, the answer to the question, do I have enough money? That's what mm-hmm. the cash flow analysis is designed to do. It will answer definitively if you have enough money to retire. So, Bobby, let's talk. 270-600-PLAN. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to add this questions. too here. Yeah, I want to add this too here, Dale. Guys, these consultations are completely free of charge. And if you have any questions regarding your own situation, we'd be happy to help any yes. way we can. Just that, give us a call. That's exactly right, Whitney. That's exactly right. Cost you nothing. Uh, you've seen right. us. You've seen us bring people in several times who just had little questions and they wanted to understand if they were on the right path. Making a couple of adjustments for them. Uh, and then ultimately, if we decide to work together, that's the decision you can make at a later date. That's right. So that's fantastic. Let's jump to, uh, let's see, we've got about three minutes. Let's jump to the next and final question. When you are ready, Miss Whitney. All right, Dale, this last question comes from Steve. He's 66 and I believe he's already retired. He says, I watch the news and consistently hear inflation, inflation, inflation. Hmm, yeah. I've done my calculations and know right now, 
2023, I will need about $5,000 a month in income. However, I'm concerned that I may need a higher amount of income 10 to 20, 10 to 20 years from now due to inflation. How can I calculate that in order to make sure I don't run out of money? Very good. Uh, okay, so this is a compounding problem. Every year, let's imagine we go up 2 or 3% for inflation. Every single year, the compound interest behind that is working against you. So mm-hmm. you're exactly right. And this was Steve, is that right? Yep, and Steve how old is, is the same. And Dale, he is 66. 66 years old. Okay. 66, uh, retiring, needing 5000 a month. That is very, very good to understand that you're going to need to calculate for inflation. So I want to briefly tell you how we do this inflation calculation going forward. We would like to have at least a 2 to 2.5% inflation uh, factor meaning your $5,000 is growing by 2 to 2.5% every single year. Based off of that, we need to know how much you're going to need in 5, 10, 15, or 20 years for monthly income. But before we even start with that 2 to 2.5%, let's hone in on the 5000 a month and make sure, Steve, that that money, that 5000 that you need, is going to supply your Every day is Saturday budget. We talk a lot about that, where every day is Saturday when you retire because you have nothing to do but spend money. Again, that's what you should be doing in retirement. If 5000 truly is your every day is Saturday money, and you are going to be able to sustain your lifestyle with 5000 then every year inflating that at 2 to 2.5% is absolutely necessary, and you need to be doing that within a well-written plan, the income plan. For me to be able to do that for you here on the radio is going to be impossible. We are going to need to see one another, and I'm going to lay that out for you in the cash flow analysis. Another thing that we do in that cash flow analysis, Whitney, is we talk about how inflation is going to impact your income need, making sure that your income is always there for you, no matter how old you get, uh, making sure that income's there uh, as long as you are. Right. So, with that, we have reached the end of this show. The Retirement Matters Show is built for you. This section of the Retirement Matters Show is where we bring questions that you have to the radio and answer them on air. We love this section very much. I love it whenever Whitney's able to join me in studio. Uh, until we meet again, Miss Whitney, uh, what are we supposed to do? What is the listener supposed to do? <laughs> Always remember, save, save money, money, plan well, and, and live, live happy. happy. I love it. Let's go from there. <laughs> We're going to end the show on that note. You guys have a blessed and wonderful rest of your week. We'll talk very soon. God bless. Investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Artie Smothers Wealth Management are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Artie Smothers Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Artie Smothers Wealth Management.